0: okay beautiful souls as promised I have my very special guest the beautiful Heather Hayward let's see if she is there heather are you there yes I am <laughs> hi uh, so honored so happy to have you on the show with us and um, heather my goodness you've got quite a body of work um, you you've been you're a band member with the cool cool notes and yeah. you've got solo workers and what have you. So we've got so much to get through. But before we go there, mm-hmm. um I have got lots of questions for you. But can you just tell people a little bit about your background? Just start where you feel comfortable and give okay. as much or as little um, as you please. Right,
1: my background background. Um let's start with my parents, both from Barbados. So yeah. Uh, I'm from a Bajan selection <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I started singing not from the church this is what everybody normally says but I didn't start singing from the church I just started singing from school uh, I did all the school plays and everything else um, So, uh, and I joined my first band at school actually I was about 13 uh, and then I went on and we did a few shows and stuff uh, went to some clubs which we weren't allowed in basically but you know we were underage at the time, but anyhow, moved on from there, auditioned for, saw an audition for um, some audition in the news, Black Echo's newspaper back in the day. Uh, it was for, I was about 15 at the time, uh, it was for a singer for a band, I didn't know who the band was at the time, and I'm, I'm at school still, and plus oh, as well, I wasn't. I wasn't allowed to do these things because my father was most broke. He was, uh, you know, he always thought about you know education, education first, education, yes. nothing else but education. So anyhow, it's, it was uh, a couple of friends of mine that said to me, "Heather, you're an amazing singer. You need to go for this. You need to go for this." I said, "I can't." I said, "I'm, I'm going to be in trouble. My father, oh, he, oh, he was very strict, very strict." Anyway, um, so they said, "No, we'll come with you." So I said, OK, all right. So we went straight off from school, straight to the, the rehearsal. And, um, well, one of the girls came with me, not both of them. Uh, um, I, mean, I mean, what? no, I had that support. I needed it otherwise. Yes. I, I wouldn't have done it otherwise. I, I told them that if one of them didn't come, I wasn't going anyway. So anyway, I uh, got to the, because uh, I lived in southeast London. I live in uh, um, East Valich at the time. And, To And the other guys are from Brixton and Clapham. So that's that's where they're from. So I had to, you know, travel down there, straight from school, uh, the girls in tow, got to our drummer's house, Joe, O.B.J., and that's where the audition was, sat in his living room, and I kept hearing these people singing, these different girls singing. I said to them, I'm not going to get into that band. Their voices are really good. And then one left and one came. And then they asked me to come into the room, and uh, I bought a song. But I didn't know there were a reggae band at the time, you know. It, they said they we were looking for a singer. So, um, because I was mostly, I, I just love soul. And, you know, that was my genre. Uh, that's what I wanted to be. That's what, that's that was my everything. So, anyway, anyhow, um, got into the room. They said, what song do you want to sing? So, I told them, and gave them the song. and uh, They started playing it, Um but they said we're not going to play it the way you want you think you're going to play it. Okay. So I think they've changed it into a reggae reggae lick. So um like a lover's lick. Okay. Um so I thought, okay, we're not gonna go with this. Oh, I'm not used to reggae. <laughs> like that. But anyway, got through it, it was amazing and I thought it was really good. Um, went back into the room and then Stephen, who's the leader of the band, he keyboard player, um, he came out and said to me, We'd like to offer you the place with the band if you'd like it. My, my heart, I didn't think I was going to get it because I was I, I was ready to go home, don't have to say anything to my dad because now I have to find an excuse to say to him, I've just joined a band and you're not going to like it very much and I'm going to be in serious trouble. But anyway, I joined the band Um Uh, And yeah, that was it. That's history. Uh, Rehearsals, rehearsals, still going to school, Um, and then going to gigs as well from, you know, then having to go to school. You know, back in the day, you had to work. You had to literally work for your craft. So, you know, rehearsals, everybody had to be there. Everybody had to input everything. And then if you're doing a gig, We were in, you know, uh, minibuses or back in the trucks or cars and stuff going up to Birmingham, Manchester, Sheffield. And back in those days, it used to take forever to get to wherever you're going. Now you can just Zoom. But, you know, we had our managers and our our road managers who used to um, drive us there. And it used to take like eight hours or four, five hours to get to Birmingham. That's crazy. Absolutely crazy. Uh, Would you like... do our gig, come home. I'm shattered because most of the kids were on back at Summer on the Sunday. Had to go to, to school the next day. So I used to roll in and roll off to school. So it was, it was like a chore. But, you know, it was fun doing it back then and working with the band and, you know, getting to know the band. The band, you know, evolved. Um, there used to be um, three girls in the beginning. Lorraine was... When I first joined the band, Moraine was the the only other singer that was left. Two other girls had um, left the band, so they're looking for another singer just to replace uh, the other two. Um, and so I joined, and the nucleus of the band started, which was me. Um, but we've evolved, you know, the band evolved so many times. Different musicians and stuff um, came and went, one passed away as well. Um, and then, lo and behold, by the time, when I first joined the band, they were already recording a song called My Tune. Um, so, um, yeah, yeah, that was, that was. we did it at Eddie Grant's studio in Stamford Hill, um, and that was amazing because when, we, when uh, the guys actually, you know, started playing there, and Eddie Grant giving us his input and everything else, it was, because, you know, Eddie Grant was a, a major figure at the time, and us working with him as well, his brother as well, Rudy. So, yeah. Um, so, moving on from there, My Tune, we, well, we had several other songs that we, we were doing as well, um, but My Tune was the first one that I did with the Cool notes. Um and it wasn't released at the to- At that time. It hadn't been released in 1980, I think it was, and it was actually released on Jammer Records, but it, um, and, um, but it was a bit, it obviously went really massive, um, you know, uh, in the, in the charts and stuff, we went to number one in the reggae charts, it stayed there for like six weeks and, and so, but you know, back then you don't, you don't really, you don't really get hyped about being, you know, singing, it, it just came as, you know, as nothing, uh, you're just in it because you wanted something to do, wow. <laughs> you wanted something to do. <laughs> And you had it was like a, it was it was a hobby at the time, and um, I didn't think it was going to get to the scale that it got That's to, awesome. but it did because when we uh, transitioned uh, before we you know before we um, after we did my tune we Lorraine and myself we had solo songs as well, and we had song um, I did a song called uh, I will always love you baby that one and. and and Lorraine did one called, I've got to let him know. I've got to let him know. So, so those were, but they were on, uh, that was our solo thing within the cool Notes itself. uh, Stephen had a, um, a, a company called mass media with two other friends of his, and we recorded on that. So we had like a little thing going in, in between that as well. Um, so we had, you know, big hits with those two songs as well, and then we did songs like "It's Not Unusual" to Villa. So we did cover versions. Um, we, yeah, we we've done. We did a "Baby After Tonight" uh, Matumbi track as well. Um, a lot of people didn't know that we covered that track. But uh, Dennis, I saw Dennis not too late, last year, and he basically asked if we still got the you know the the the, the tape for it because. He wanted to do something with it as well. That's over um But, yeah, coming back to the cool notes now. Uh, transitioning from a, a reggae to a soul band, um, because, you know, we, we used to do so many gigs up and down, up and down the, you know, uh, the M1, from here, there, Sheffield, back, we weren't really earning any money. We were basically getting ripped off every time we went out. We were a little, yeah, we were cute. We were kids at the time. Some people thought that breaking, you can get to a gig. And um, at the end of that, after you finish working hard and doing your thing and enjoying yourself, they said, oh, we didn't make enough money, so we'll give you like 50, we'll give you 50 pounds and you can go home. Oh, it used to break our hearts, that just like put petrol in and get home and things like that. But, you know, we learned the hard way, we learned the hard way, we learned to craft back then, basically. We enjoyed what we did because we met so many people along the way. Um, I also, you know, um, I think it was 1980, 1970, 1980, we did, um, we had a, a spot at the place called the George Cannon. It's now called the Hootenanny down in Brixton. We we did like a, we had like a little spot. So, you know, we wanted to have it as a rehearsal, do a rehearsal. Um, so, The owner of the place said, okay, you can come and rehearse here, but the thing is, you've got people listening to you. But It it turned out that with that rehearsal, we we had a big following. Uh, So every week, every Friday, we would have everybody coming to see the Cool Notes. We had people, you know, we had Lee John. We had um, uh, we, we had everybody soul to soul, some of the soul to soul guys and stuff like that. So we we would have like looking from everybody. Everybody came down just to see what was going on. So you know we, we maneuvered ourselves from where we were as a little a reggae band into a soul band. That's when we start transitioning there. And uh, once we transitioned, we we did songs like um, I I I want to dance uh, on the um, Sour grapes record. Uh I wanna it's called I Wanna Dance. Wanna dance with you. Right now that's a big track in in, in France and and uh, and places like that. That's what they know us for in, over there. Uh and then we went on to things like um I forgot, which is on the back of um which is on the back of I think my tune or is it on the back of I Wanna Dance? I mean one of those two. And then and then um and then we went re- yeah, and then we went on to doing um, Never Too Young. You're never too young to fall in love. So, yeah, that was that was the first big hit that we um, had um, when we transitioned out of from reggae to soul. So we had like a major hit with that. It went to number 42 uh, just outside the national charts. Which was, you know, really sad because we thought it was going to actually make it. Oh, before I say that, my tune actually we had it with uh, Warner Brothers picked it up, and um, and they and it charted, but unfortunately, the way it charted, you know, back in those days, they'd buy it at the at the um, the shops that were like um, chart shops. Mm-hmm. So, but it what they call the word gazant or something like it or whatever it is you know, they, they got, it got into the charts by, you know, where to buy the where the chart shops were, so you, a lot of people go and buy maybe 50 or maybe 20, you know, so it was a bit illegal, so it didn't actually make, it didn't, it got to number 40, but then it got checked out <laughs> because of that, but many things happened back then in those days, that was a 19, I think 1981 or something like it, 82, but anyway, after 1984 then, you know, because Menti um, Young didn't quite make it we uh, moved to the next track, which was Spend the Night. Um, Spend the Night was the, you know, it was a track, I think Stephen wrote it for Lorraine at the time, and Lorraine didn't want to sing it, I don't know why, but anyhow, so maybe it wasn't for her, maybe... You know, um, I don't know. But anyhow he said to me, Well, you can sing it. So I said, Okay, I'll sing it, but I don't mind singing because <laughs> I didn't really do I didn't really do a lot of singing back then as well, because I think a lot of the stuff was normally for Lorraine because she was the main singer in the band when I first joined. So anyway, when we uh, when we recorded that song, uh, we, we did that down in um East London at the big recording studio and then I think it was Lindsay Wesker that um, that was, I think it was Lindsay Wesker, it was in, in, in one of the rooms. He came in and he heard the track and um, and he said... No, it wasn't Lindsay Wesker, it was, it was somebody else. Um, but um, it was another DJ. Um, anyhow, he said, um, that, who's that? Is that... Who, who's singing it? Who, um, who, where's this music coming from? Because it sounded very American at the time. Yeah. And so... Um, he said, wow, that's gonna be a massive hit. So um when we started because we you know we had the pirates behind us. Every time we did something from never too young and in your you know, uh, uh I forgot we, we were doing all the all the different pirate radio stations. We did PAs, PAs up and down, you know, the M one, you know, wherever wherever there was a PA going, the cool notes would be there. Oh, yeah. We 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 became the hardest working PA band in the whole wide world, I think that's what it was. You know. We weren't earning any money from it, but you know, the radio stations, the, the pirates they yeah, the pirate stations were helping us. They made us basically, you know. Uh, back in the day that's what we got a lot to be thankful for with the pirate stations. Spem and I was the pirate stations pushed that song straight into the national charts because the main, the main, uh, and, and the independence radio stations like Capitol and all the other little stations were playing um, spend the night, but radio one wasn't playing it. Um, and we wanted them to play it, but they didn't play it. But when I think we were going to a gig on, at the time when we heard that the, the song had actually entered into the top 40 at number 40, it was, so surreal. It was unreal for us at the time. You know, it's everything that most people work for. But when you actually hear it happen, and then you hear it on Radio 1, and, you know, brand new, top, and top in the national charts, that at number 40, the cool notes. Wow. And then you hear your song being played. How amazing is that? That was... Is, I um, mean, we were only young, you know, because I joined the band when I was 15. And, um, and then, you know, 18, 19... You know, you're, you're becoming big, 18, 19, 20, you're becoming like superstars already. Um, so, you know, we, it's, um, when you look back on, on things and how it happened, it's, we didn't have time to sort of soak it all in at the time, because we were a working band, we were doing gigs, so, and um, it's not like today where you get pushed when you, when you sign with a major company. Uh, we didn't actually sign with a major recording company. Our manager, we had two managers, Stephen McIntosh, uh, um, who was the leader of the band. His father was our personal manager. But then we needed another manager, which was our business manager, uh, Edward Christie. He came on board. Um, he saw something that was there. And um, he had a label as well, Abstract Dance. Um, but unfortunately, well, we our, our our stuff was always on abstract dance. But all the majors at the same time wanted us, but we didn't know why um, we weren't, you know, getting the deals. But in the end, we found out. We found out the reason in the end that from a lot of the majors, the reason why it was getting blocked. Uh, our manager at the time wanted us. That he wanted he wanted to be the main record label and. Just loaned the record to them, so but they didn't want that. they didn't want it that way so um, so hence this is what happened with us. We even worked with Whitney Houston we, we were in Germany uh, and quite a few stars we worked with and uh, I think it was Clyde Davis that wanted to sign the band at the time. He came over to the UK and said, "You know what we, because we were in Germany, he was there with Whitney. And he saw us on stage and everything else. We did a show called Peter's Pop Show. Went out to about uh, 100 million people around Europe or something like it. Um, so, yeah, it was amazing. It was amazing. She was so nice. She's absolutely an amazing woman. Amazing woman. Um, so, yeah, he wanted to sign us. So it didn't happen because of, there you go again. It was our manager messing up the deal again. That was a £5 million deal. £5 million deal for five years it never happened we were we didn't know it happened there so hey you know what you don't what you don't have you don't really miss as such so that's what they say but it's a bummer <laughs> it's not nice it's not nice it's not but at least you can smile about it you can you look to fight another day
0: so i'm gonna let you ask me some questions there you can ask me because you know i i could listen to you all day talk about this because um you know, hearing the, the the backstory. What I'd like to do, Heather, before we yeah. go on with the conversation, which is, you know, like I was just gonna, I was I was getting into everything oh. you're saying because you're telling us so much that um, yeah. we don't know. We don't know these things. You know, we just see mm. you out there, you know, yeah. singing wonderfully, looking beautiful, and we don't know mm-hmm. these. Um, you know, no, mm-hmm. the money's not coming, and people are blocking mm-hmm.
1: you, and mm-hmm. the music good.
0: is incredible. So what i uh, wanted to quickly do was just yeah. play some i wanted to start with the you know just the tracks that you've mentioned so far you've talked about um my tune so i was going to quickly mm-hmm. play that for uh, okay. for the audience um right. and um spend the night and yeah you're never too young and i forgot and then we're okay, going to go because okay. you've also got um a solo album and you yes, did, I, yeah. you yes. also did two tracks, two dance tracks in 2018 as well? Actually, I did three. I forgot oh, there was a third one that I did with the them. same character. I got yeah, two them so, them, so we're yeah. play them a, not a really, bit later. But yeah. Yeah, are you okay with that? So we're going to start That's with fine. what we might do, because there's, there's so much to, to get mm. through. And I know you've got yeah. more to tell us and I've got questions, oh. definitely. So we'll start yeah. with um, my tune and um, okay. we'll pick up from there. Um, oh, do, you want, you. do you want to do you want to announce and I will play Heather.
1: Hey guys, this is <laughs> our biggest record um, reggae lovers rock, I should say, and this is called the baby making song. As whatever reason, <laughs> we we had our children. We, we made our children do this yes. song. <laughs> the but guys, let's go back. Let's go back in time The music was love it was for the love (laughs) so here we go my tune i hope you enjoy this one
0: I have got Heather Hayward who is on that song you? and you're no, so you're so right you know um those songs so anyone walking around who's in their 20s maybe 30s mm. Mm. you probably were born to a song like this so wow. absolutely absolutely wow and moments. Yeah you know yeah. I want to I want to go into the when you when you sort of got into the soul sound of things so gonna play spend the night did, did you want to say yeah, anything yeah. about that Anna? you kind of you sort of you you explained so should we just go into it and then what we, yeah, yeah, yeah 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 okay yeah. so Heather do you want to announce this song and I will play
1: okay this is our biggest hit 1985 went to number 11 uh in the national charts um Spend the the night, the
0: me of when me and my sister we used to go out and you know dance around our handbags and (laughs) yeah honestly it's it's kind of it's like wow you know speaking to Heather and all this music and it's like it's like the drop back to you know mm. my my young life and i'm like wow
1: yeah. it's amazing it's true isn't it yes. it really does it, it does to even me wow. with me it takes me back as well you know <laughs> yes. um it's like you're, you're when when you, you know we spend the night even now because we get we're, we're it's like a big revival of cool notes at the moment and um and everywhere you go they're playing cool notes cool notes cool notes and we're getting so many interviews here and there and everywhere so, yeah, we're sort of the flavor of the, of the year, which is nice for us. It's good because of, of the situation that we've been put under at the moment, you know, 2020 um, virus, the invisible, invisible enemy that's, uh, that is, <laughs> wow. is happening at the moment. Um, but, you know, um, it gives us something to focus on as well. You know, uh, spend the night. and You know, then we had In Your Car, which was more poppy type thing that went to number 13 in the charts as well. Um, which which was very good. We yeah okay that was that went to that went to number thirteen in the national chart. So that followed off off the back of um, the back of spend the night. So uh, we did we did really well. You know um, uh, what can I say? We were at, at the heights where a lot of people would love to be. Um, I think we were the only band that ever transitioned from being a lovers rock band reggae band to soul band. I think this is what uh, we've been told no other although other people have sang soul but they've never done it like how we've done it and maintain or got the the publicity or
0: the the fame through it but uh, the cool notes have yeah wow and you know it's it's amazing to have the band still going i mean how many years is it now because my goodness! Wow, because well, we, it's, well, it's over oh, thirty years. Well, wow! 30 years. Yeah, thirty-five years, I think it is. I think My goodness!
1: About that. Yeah, that thirty-five years. It's it, and I still, think it's still going it strong.
0: More. Still going yeah. strong. My goodness!
1: Because I didn't, when the band was already started before I joined it, anyway, because Stephen had um, Stephen and Joe, uh, uh, the drummer, they created the band from school. They went to Kennington Boys' yeah. School, so they created the band there. And I joined. I think it must be a couple of years after the um, the band had started and stuff like that. So yeah, yeah. wow.
0: So yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll play some more tracks from from that from that era. But what I want to talk to you about is you you had a solo career um, with Polydor. Can you talk to us about that? How did that? Come yeah, about? I. Um, you know, the band.
1: The, no, this is the bit where the band. You know, after a while. Bands weren't really sought after in the mid-'80s, you know, 86, after we did um, we had our, we did our last track, Momentary Vision, in 1986. And then um, in 1987, due to, you know, unpopular management decision, in the early 87, you know, the band streamlined into a full piece, which was um, not nice because we had to... Everybody in the band had to say who they wanted to leave, which wasn't nice. And um, at the time, you know, how could you say you want this person to leave? when We should always sort of say no. Um, But unfortunately, um, yes, we broke up as a seven-piece band. I went to a four-piece. And that time it was mostly groups, you know, going out and doing, you know, um, gigs and stuff. Or doing PAs, so the band thing had, had left and the groups came in. This was an era of 87, and then up to 88, the group thing came in. So that's why we transitioned and we became um, a group. And then we, we did one another, we did once a couple of songs. And I think, it, um, who was it, Love Won't Let Me Wait? Uh, the producer of that he, he produced um, a song that we did called Into the Motion. He came over from. America and he produced that one for us um, and uh, okay my, my uh, solo career happened when I decided you know I need to take a break now <laughs> look at all because we were moving in a different direction and um, I wasn't quite sure what I wanted anymore because the band had broken up and I thought oh is this going to happen to me am I going to be the next person out but I thought okay let me take a bit of time out let me go and do something for myself. Um, so I worked with this guy called Martin, common um, I can't remember his name that. He's a DJ. And, um, and we, we had um, I, I did a track with Polydor, their urban label. It's, it was called "Bad Attitude," which was a very big, um, a very big dance hit at the time. But a lot of people didn't realize it was me because I went under my married name of Austin, Heather Austin, not Heather Hayward. So yeah, it became it was Heather Austin, and it was a very big tra- um, big track back then. Uh, yeah, and just what you deserve as well. I stayed with Polydor for two years. I had a two year contract with them, and then after that, you know, uh, we we went our separate ways. Um, I, I worked with I, I did lots of work actually. I used to do lots of sessions. I I went to um, Estonia. General Levy was there. That's when, you know, the jungle, jungle, this massive thing was happening at the time. So the beats came in there. So I was, I I jumped on that trail and started doing some gigs and, you know, lots of uh, music that way. So you sort of move with the time. I was moving with the time, you know, um, people wanted me to sing on their tracks and stuff. So I was going over to France. I was doing lots of different um french um you know recording and things like that getting paid for it going over there doing full full recordings in one day and then flying back maybe the next day um you know so so my my uh, that's how my um my transition to being a solo singer uh, you know doing my own thing basically um after that i think i went back to the corners cool uh, later on wow. um because um, I think the time, I think Lorraine was moving on. She wanted to do something else. So back, coming back to the 90s now, I came back. Uh, and then it was me, Steve, JC uh, that started to work. So we went back and forth a little bit. You know, that was like my home, you know, the cool notes. I didn't actually leave. You know, I left in body, but I didn't leave in mind <laughs> when oh I first my left them to do my own solo career. They weren't happy at the time, but I left actually. They didn't think I was going to do it. Um, but I turned back anyway, in the in the 90s, and we started recording, although we didn't do a lot, we didn't put out a lot of music. We did a lot of work over in Germany and places and um, Holland, I think it was. We did like mini tours and stuff over there, um, which was really good. Um, and then... I started to do my own thing yet again with my own album and, and Joe, the drummer, he, he had a studio at home because Joe left the band um, when I first joined because he was ill. He got ill. Um, he was 18 at the time. So he didn't actually enjoy the fullness of the of the success of the, of the Cool Notes. So we had another drummer at the time who stepped in. But he, you know, Joe, Joe's a survivor. He should have, you know, should have passed away like thirty odd years ago because what he had was a, a rare rare disease, whatever it was. But he survived it because music was his love, and music kept him going. He's still here, and he's and he's working. He's working with us again, you know. Um, but he was the one that I did my album with. It was Joe and JD. Uh, JD he passed away a couple of years back um, from from um, from cancer, the male cancer. This is what I call it. Um, but, yeah, um, he passed away. Um, but, you know, we, we dedicated our album and stuff to him because he helped to work on it as well. But with Joe, yeah, the album... I must say, the one track we had on there, uh, Inner Vision, it's called Inner Vision. At the time, it was the 2012 Olympics, and Inner Vision was the perfect song that was have work for the Olympics. We sent the track over to Sebastian Cole, or Lord Cole, and he loved the track. At the time, and he said this would be perfect for the opening of the Olympics at the time. Um, so he wanted us to send it to Universal Records. He gave us the person's name to send, but unfortunately, um, by the time they received it, they'd already chosen the song that, well, several different little songs that they had at the time. So, um, yeah, we didn't actually get it. But, you know, although the album, it was it was my first solo album, it... It did what it did. I think it did uh, pretty good because we we um, we had it on CD, baby. So we sold it within, you know, for um, ourselves, and then we um, and then it went straight on to the other platforms as well. So yeah, it didn't do too bad. It didn't do too bad for you know um, for a solo album.
0: Wow, wow, Heather. Yeah, I'm just taking all that in, and um, you know, I'm just so glad that you actually came back. To the mm-hmm. the cool notes as well, and that you did your you got to do your solo album, and we are going to play mm-hmm. tracks. We are actually going to play that in Inner Vision, and also oh, you that. did, you did um a Bob Marley's Waiting in Vain and The yes, Best we of My Love. Totally so, yeah, yeah we so totally we'll, we'll be playing those as well. But I just have to do a shout out because people are really excited. I have to tell you what happened when I put mm-hmm. the, your um when I put your Flyer out, you know, to, to promote that he was coming on the show. People were like yes. sharing it and like really. And someone, um, Mr. Tony Jazz, said he'd gone to your. Um, i know that? i read it on your finger really oh, you oh. oh my god and it has the end in manchester yeah right um, yeah so shout out to tony jazz i'm sure he's listening and um hey, tony. <laughs> <How you doing? laughs> and um we've got Lyndon here linden is like loving the, loving the music we're gonna have to play more music cause people are asking for more music oh, um and yeah. he he likes um the track but we haven't got we don't unfortunately we don't have those two but I, I will get those. I had those before, but I lost a chunk of my oh, music yeah. on on um, my especially particularly my reggae music. So
1: he oh, wants he
0: wants to hear. I got I got to let him know, and I will always love you. That's oh, what you were. Yeah. So can you do a couple of bars? Can you do a couple of bars for us? Um, I will. I will. I
2: will. I will. I will. I know that you love me, and I know that you care. I will always love you forever and a day. I know that there must be reasons for our love, and I know that we shall be forever. I've found it alone. Everybody now. I will always love you, baby. I will always care for you. And then we go. <laughs> I've got to let him oh know. know. I've got to let him know. I've got to let him know. I've got to let him know. No, no, no. My man is the best that is.
0: My man is so cool. There we go. <laughs> My goodness, thank you. That's awesome. So, Linda, and those are those are the two songs. Also, we've got Jeanette all the way in um Dubai listening. She was posting oh, wow. today as well, and um she's like saying she's listening now and saying she's loving loving the song, loving oh, the, me- loving the interview. You, oh, but honestly, oh, <laughs> You just got me, you got me back in time and I'm just feeling so good. I'm like, oh my God, I'm losing myself. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> it's nice to go back. It's nice to go back. It is. And um, we are going to come forward as well. So, because I've got yes. those two 2018 tracks and um yeah. I've got the Inner Visions. So okay. we are going to, to play those. Let me just see. I wanted to ask you, Was there one more question? Oh, I think what we'll do, let's play some music. So shall we? Shall we go to Inner Vision? Because you just spoke about that, and then we'll go back yeah. to In Your Car. And, yeah. Um, is it I Forgot? You know, you're never I've too young. You're never yeah. too young. Yeah. So I'm going to start. Too young. Yeah. So if you want to introduce Inner Vision, and we are going to bring in Waiting in Vain and Best of My True. Love, because you've done a really lovely version of both those songs as well oh
1: that was amazing yeah <laughs> one of my favorite songs
0: yeah okay so okay this, yeah, this is from my album a vision and this track is called inner
1: vision enjoy
3: Get through the tough and lonely years. Oh, had so many dreams, thought that all would come true. That was then, oh, that was then. And now I see clear visions. I feel the vision. I feel the vision. I hear it's near
2: Seem long to get here. Now I've made it through. i made the hard times, it through. and I can say my battle is a one. 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 Yeah. You know that your vision's clear. And I can tell that your vision's near. Yeah, and I've seen what you've been through. Hanging in shape and is in your life, cause shadows to say cause the past we get into. Can't let nobody hold you back or slow you down Cause God gave you the mission to see your vision When he opened up them clouds And now you're on the past through your dreams So you walk through the flow of the streams And you can see your goals in the distance But the road is straight But take a look back on what could have been And should have been You chose your faith And I've got faith that you know your way And don't let nothing lead you astray Just have faith and pray Cause you know Wait for the day when you can openly see I've seen my visions come true. As long as the sky is blue and the clouds are white, you can always see your visions through and stand and
3: say I feel the vision, I see the vision, I hear it sing. Standing, yeah, you neck. see my vision. Ooh.
2: My vision, your vision. That is one. I can see your vision through the eyes of me. In a vision. And I'll be standing, standing with it your vision. Side by side.
3: Dreams come true.
2: My vision, your vision. The battle is won. In a vision. I feel the vision. Feel
3: the vision. I see, the vision I see the vision. I hear near. I hear near. Standing there. Stand there. I can see it. distant
4: Battle
2: is over
3: In a vision
0: Vision by Heather and that's lovely and um so that kind of gives me a feel of spirituality and you know Mm. dreaming you know making your dreams come true absolutely yeah so um what what, what was the inspiration behind that was it was that because you were going solo and you were you know what was the inspiration I tried to be as as positive as possible I wrote that track and um when I when I wrote it, I was thinking about everything
1: that was going on in life, and you know, um, and where I want to be as a person, um, and that track just just writing, just writing it, and a friend of mine, a friend of mine, Teresa, she helped do the backing vocals on it. She said to me, "Wow, that's a powerful song." Mm-hmm. <laughs> she yes. said, "You don't know what you've written." She said, "It's so powerful." She said, um, "I said, yeah." Um, she said, "It's merely a gospel track without being gospel." Mm-hmm. I said, "It's just me finding myself. It's just how I think, basically." I, I, I'm a very um, positive type person. Um, I like to remain positive. I always think that. But every negative you must every you bring a negative as a positive, and you must always turn your negatives into a positive. And that's me. Um, people often wonder. People often, I, you know, on my Facebook thread, I always put every I put a Facebook status up every day, trying to you know G people up. You know, especially now at the moment where we all need yeah. a little lift every day. You know, try to keep us. You know, hope. You know, um, we, we we we've all had, um, we've had a bad hit. You know, especially musicians. We musicians have had the worst hit. So, um, and um, and we're still not out of it yet. Music, you know, the music industry is on its feet at the moment. Um, well, not on its feet; it's on its knees at the moment. And um, out of every um, other business, we have been hit the worst. And you know, everybody else is coming back, but we are still not back. Still not back. Yeah. It's-
0: Hearing from say you know artists that you know this year has been a really not very good year in terms of because mm. everything in, is closed down in mm-hmm. the the music, absolutely. yeah wow
1: absolutely you can't do I mean, I managed to do a social distance and uh, festival back in september um it it was really nice, but it was a bit strange because <laughs> um social distancing, you have to remain in your pod, you have security on, you know, uh, three or four different types of security on, on at the venue. And every time you moved out your pod, and you went near somebody else who had six in their bubble already, you would get told you need to go back or walk somewhere else otherwise they would have shut the whole festival down oh so it's a, it was a strange thing it was, it was strange but it was lovely to be back out but um yeah it's 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 been a hard one for us i'm hoping that next year things are going to be i'm hoping next year's going to be the year
0: well i was going to mention that um you were bringing out your your album with cool notes this year but yes. Um, yes. that's going to be next year so um, and I know you've written a track that um, a solo track that is going to go on that album. Can you can you talk to us a little bit about Well we can written, we've, we've to, yeah. written we've written several tracks on the album. Me,
1: Joe, and Stephen we've collaborated as the oh. cool notes. So, um, uh, so the other I think the track we're talking about this is going to be with another French company that I'm working with. Oh. But the, the call cool notes the cool notes album is predominantly going to be us. Uh, the Cool Notes writing all of our own music, basically, which we've done about six or seven already. Oh. Uh, it's just that we haven't been in studio to finish it off. But, you know, got Joe at home working on the guitars, you know, as we speak. And then Stephen at his house in the studio working on new tracks so that when it's time for me to go in, I'll just go in and do the vocals backing vocals and and main vocals and stuff like that so yeah we've got a lot of work but i'm hoping that you know we'll be able to get it finished by maybe it might not be spring it might be more like summer now because the way things are going so um but yeah we're hoping for the best anyway hoping for the best
0: oh wow you know when you as you mentioned you've been this band has been together for 30 years It you must no, be like family must be like family now What's yeah it, it must be um you know an amazing experience to have the people that started with you still working. well Stephen's like steven's like my own oh, my my brother my Big brother, that's what he reminds me oh. of. We're like brother and
1: sister. We argue, we, fuss, we fight, but we still we still get on. And there's Joe, who went away from the band. You know, he, he wasn't a main player in the band after he got ill, but now he's back to, you know, to do this album. This is like a penultimate album in our lives. You know, it's going to be... So he's there to fulfill the history. He started the band... And he's going to stay right to the end of, you know, the life of the band. So this is why, you know, it's important for him to be a part of what we're doing. And, you know, he started the band. So, yeah, why not?
0: That's awesome. Heather, I want mm-hmm. to, because um, I'm, I'm worried about time. I don't know how long you've got, how long we've got you here for. But no, I'm, I'm fine. Like... I'm fine. Oh, yes. good. So I want to, um, you to talk about the Waiting in Veins. So we're going to play that next. Um what made you choose this song? Well, I can imagine, but you know, in your words, what, what was it? What was um, what was it about this song that really oh, touched Bob you? Bob Marley.
1: I, I this is one of my favorite. One of my well, many people's favorite songs, On yes. you know Bob Mar, that's by Bob Marley. But you know, it's had that lovers rock feel to it. It's mm-hmm. just it. It's everything um, that you know. If you listen to it lyrically. And, um, and it's just the fear of the song. It's what Bob Marley's talking about in, in the track itself. And um, for me... It, it sort of touched my heart and I always said, if I'm going to do a song that's going to be the one that I'm going to do, but we'd switched it around a little bit it's a bit long you might not have to play the whole thing it's a bit too long for you to play the whole thing oh, yeah. but the, um, a
0: portion of it it's not
1: yeah it yeah, it. but it starts off very sort of slowish you know very very arty and then it moves into a little you know it, it moves up and let's give them a little taste on what it's what it moves
0: <laughs> up into <laughs> okay. so yeah. yeah so if you announce again um and we are going to go back to some of the the older cool notes as well but i just yeah. want to bring this and then we're going to bring in the emotion yeah. songs well but okay if okay. you announce right. i will play.
1: Right, here is my version, my attempt of doing Bob Marley song my way. Okay, so I hope you enjoy it. (laughs) Waiting in vain.
3: I through But I know now that I'm way down on your life. Cause the way it feels so fine
2: So don't you treat me like a puppet on a string
3: I know how to do my would you talk, talk to me if talk, talk, talk you. So you think that I'm dumb? You're, you're not dumb. Dumb. I want to know when you're going to come. Cause I don't want to wait anything. I don't want to wait. The summer is here. Come yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Hayward, I, oh, I love the vocals and the harmonies and the different sounds and you just yeah, so beautiful, so so yeah, beautiful. Very dreamy. Yes. <laughs> yeah. wow, you know it, it just you can hear the 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 love that you have for the song. But well, you know the thing is, you um, because I'm not Bob Marley and I don't want anybody to say you know um,
1: you're remaking somebody's song exactly the same. We just put a little twist on it, you know my way what I yeah. wanted and put the reggae flick in and then build it build it up and sort of broke it down again and yeah that's
0: how we did it I I love that that was just mm. it just gets you into a nice nice vibe mm, absolutely and, um, yeah loving that um oh my yeah. goodness um <laughs> yeah what I what I want to do is um you also did another amazing track best of my love mm, absolutely what made you choose best of my love
1: because when I do gigs, uh, you know, this, I, I've always loved the emotions. And um, I, I, I went to a singer's thing once, you know, what, one of these places where they a lot of people get up and sing. And I did this down in Covent Garden. And I went, uh, um, and a friend of mine took me there and said, have you ever done any of these sort of places? So I said, no, mm-hmm. I don't do, I don't hang out in these sort of places. Anyway, I went there and he said to me, do you want to do a song I said not really because I don't I didn't think I was going to get picked anyway he said uh-huh. he said if you do want to do a song what song would you do so I said to him best of my life he said why I said because it's one of my favorite emotions songs, mm-hmm. and you have to be able to sing this song you have to be able to sing to sing that song so he said okay so I got up and I sang it and um so the the guy who, who was doing the compare and um he he said to me afterwards are you one of the emotions? Where'd you come from? <laughs> because I, I've never met him before. He said, are you American? So I said, no, I'm, I'm British. <laughs> wow. He said, oh my gosh, you shall like you Americans. So I thought, if I'm going to do a song, this is going to be the song that I'm going to do as a cover version, for, you know, that'd be one of the other songs i do as a cover version. And it's best of mine
0: And with that, we are going to play... My love. Aww. and, my I have and um, I'm getting really nice um comments about your waiting in vain. They love oh, the thank you. rendition that you
4: did. Doesn't take much to make me happy.
2: your love all around.
0: Awesome, Would you believe it? I did all the harmonies on that track, all the high ones. Wow, really, really enjoy that. It's such a, you know, such a nice upbeat. And Mm. again, you did such a great, you know, rendition of of a song. And um, I've already seen Tex screaming, screaming about, you know, your rendition. So lovely. Because I, you know, I wanted to... Obviously, bringing tracks that a lot of people kind of knew from the past, and we will go back to some mm-hmm. of those. But I also wanted people to see what you do as a yeah. as a solo artist. What you know, talk to us about. Um, obviously, I know you love the band, and you the band is family for you. What is it like when you get to do projects like these on your own? Yeah, it, it's it's something different because you're exploring your own
1: um, your own person, basically, with the band. I'm working with um, getting the cool notes sound, keeping that cool notes sound. But when I come out of the box, I can find my own, find who I am. And I like to scream. In the cool notes, you don't do too much screaming. You just <laughs> got to keep it mellow and stuff like that. But now on on, on some of the tracks, we gonna be doing some screaming because I like to do a bit of screaming. You know, I like to sing. I'm the sort of person that a, a singer sings. You know, a, a Patti LaBelle, a Shaka Khan, you sing, and that's what I call singing. So, um, and I like to be able to open my mouth like you see the emotion. So, I like to sing, and for me, that's singing. That's singing. It's you know, get my tonsils going.
0: <laughs> oh wow! So, um, before we go back to some of the earlier cool notes, I also mm-hmm. really liked what you did in 2018 um, oh, yes. with the dance. You know, give it up. I'm give know, it up. What what made you what was what was behind that?
1: It was a, a French uh, producer that uh, contacted me via Facebook and said to me, because he, he's been a big fan." He was a big fan of the Cool Notes, um, and he said to me, I've got a couple, of, I've got some tracks I would like you to, I wonder if you'd like to collaborate with me. So I said, hmm, that would be nice, um, because at the moment, you know, at the time, although the Cool Notes was doing stuff, we weren't doing too much, we weren't too busy. So I said, yeah, of course, I'd love to, I'd love to be able to do something with you. And so out of that we came you know, Give It Up and Party Tonight and another one that I, I did as well. Um, so, and those two tracks itself um, put me on the map or, or right the way around the world as a, as a major player, you know. Um, we had some of the biggest DJs, like in Canada. Uh, there's one DJ in Canada that's, um, that's so well known um, that was being played wherever he was. He was playing that. He was hammering that. Plus, you know, Japan... Brazil. I was getting people from Brazil, you know, fans from Brazil um, messaging me. Um, I had the Japanese, I had the Australians, I had, you know, right the way around the world. It was, it was really crazy. It was, it, but the only thing, we didn't release it, although it's, you, you can get on iTunes and stuff like that. We didn't really do much in this country. We did all for Europe, and mostly for Europe. Okay.
0: So, without any further ado, we are going. Yeah, do you want to announce? Go ahead, Heather. Yeah.
1: Right. This was my solo track with a French producer, Nikki B. This one's called Give It Up. It's very cool, noisy sounding. So, um, please enjoy.
0: the sound as well and I love that you you know you, you were able to bring that sound and I don't I don't know why why didn't it why didn't we hear it here in the in the UK? Um, I'm not sure um, I'm not sure if the guys promoted
1: they didn't promote it over here they have promoted it more for you you know the other European countries and um, but it's although it has been played here quite a few times there's some DJs that you know even this you know from this year they've been playing it as well. It's never too late to play a song, is it? No. um but yeah, it's a really nice song, it's a fun I song like, because i I, I was I went out definitely I, yeah, I went over to France um a couple of about a year back, and I did like a on my own and i did um I did these songs over there uh, for a little show that they put on. It was meant to be for Nikki B, the, the actual producer, but I ended up doing quite a few cool note tracks as well at the same time. But uh, it was massive. It was crazy. The place was just so round. The big, ve- a massive big venue over there. So yeah, it was really a really nice time that I had. No, they're really take. you know, um, the French love um, cool notes. Well, even, you know, the Dutch as well. So they're quite big in those countries. So anytime they're, gonna re- they're ready to release anything, Right now, they're really waiting with bated breath for the cool notes, new tracks, and they are good, by the way. I can tell you they are. I think people will be very surprised as to what we're doing as well.
0: I think people are going to are expecting and knowing that it's going to be fabulous, amazing. Yeah. um yeah. We have got another 2018 track for you okay. on here, which is Party that, Tonight. That, oh yeah, that's another really night. great sound, Yeah yeah so again that was a feel good it's a feel good sound um i think as well the the producer because he loves the cool notes so much <laughs>
1: okay. he's trying to he's um, yeah? piece together things that we you know the cool notes what he thought the cool notes would would be, would do and he he sort of thought oh, this would be nice and it's very cool note sounded so that's why he sort of did it this way
0: <laughs> yeah so we are going to we're going to get We're going to play that track, and then we're going to come back and talk a bit more, then we're going to play some more from, you know, Phil as well. So, again, um, party tonight. Oh, party tonight, yeah. Get up and move.
1: (laughs) That's right, get up and (laughs) move. What are you going (laughs) to (laughs) do?
0: With Heather Hebert, <laughs> <Hayward. laughs> our special guest for the hour. Oh my goodness, uh-huh. um, love that sound. And it just again, you know, it's just such a nice, um, happy. happy, wholesome. You know gotcha. what I like is that you know what I love with the the cool notes. She was singing songs about love and different. You know, and all, mm. you know what's going on. But it's mm. you know you can listen to it with everybody. You don't have to be yeah. kind of like oh we can't play this around. You know the no. children, or we can't play this around. You know the the elders, or what have you. So yeah, but then it's got a really nice, you know, sound to it as well, and yeah. Um, yeah. you know the, the the harmonies and the voice and lovely. Yeah, yeah. It wow. is yes. feel feel good music. That's
1: what they call it. Feel yes. good music. That's what we need, though, <laughs> don't we? Especially this year as pull us well. Down. Yes. Oh. Tell me about it. It's just been one, you know, just one bad year. But, you know, in, in, in the midst of being bad, you know, I as I, I, I was approached by another French producer to to do a track. I have a track there since June, July. And I said, oh, I wasn't quite sure what to write on it and stuff. So in the end, he kept he kept um, emailing me and saying to me, uh, have you done the song yet? And I kept saying, yes, I have. Uh, yes, I have started it, which I haven't. But- <gasps> I was forced to do it because as soon as I said that last bit, oh, "Yes, I have," I thought, "What does this song remind me of?" And then I thought, "Okay, it reminds me of this." So I wrote the track, and it's oh, it's amazing. Um, I think they are so pleased with it. It's going to be a very big hit for them. It, it's going to be on the album, their album, but it's going to it's going to be Heather from the Corner. So it's going to be featuring Heather from the Corner. It's, it's, it's going to be a very very big track um, if it's if it's done properly. They will have a massive track on their
0: hand. Oh, that's awesome!
1: And that's mm-hmm. that's coming yeah. out
0: next year. Is is that right? Yeah. Be,
1: I think yeah. I think that their album's coming out next year. So that track is called "Positively Happy." Um, that's going to be yeah. And it's a feel-good track again. Positively happy. So yeah.
0: Awesome, you know, um, Heather has achieved so many goals. So many mm. goals. Um, you've, yeah. You know, just just talking about the thirty years of music. But you have another goal, which you also have achieved, your oh. present you always wanted to be on the radio as a presenter yes Talk to well, us. I want
1: to be on I want to be on well. I want to go, go into to theater because i I started in theater at school when I do you know the school um, plays and stuff but oh. my but my main goal i 've always wanted to be on radio and present I don't want to be a DJ
0: because I'm not a DJ I'm a singer yeah, no, so I'm, first and I'm foremost a pres- I'm a present. I'd like to interview um, people that's not yeah
1: yeah but it's called yeah.
0: lunch with the cool notes so lunch with the cool notes
1: our show <laughs> but, uh, are we allowed to are we, I'm not going to mention the radio station but we um but we are we um people if they know my Facebook they'll see me putting up stuff about you know the, the radio station um but we managed to it was Morgan Kahn's baby uh and people about no Morgan kind of know where he's coming from because he goes back along with Steve Walsh and all those guys back in the day and he's still here and this is his radio station in, in Essex in South End on Sea and um, it, we, it was launched at the first first of August and it was him and Andy Smith, uh, Andy Smith is one of the directors, uh, Morgan owns it that asks you know he said to me would it would we like to have a spot on the radio he wanted us to do two days but we couldn't commit to the two days because of the doing the album and the work as well so we said we'll do one day and see how it goes which is um which is the tuesday it's called Lunch with the cool Nuts, and we've been we've been doing it uh for the past what three months or so uh, and it's been
0: really it's been really lovely it's been really good Wow, that that's so awesome, Heather. Yeah. I'm so happy for you. And um, yeah, you, you just mentioned there, and I didn't know about that the um, acting. So, are you? Is that something you're you're looking at doing as well? Um, I in would the love to do something <laughs> on stage. I would love to even just walk
1: on the stage and say hi, Bingo. <laughs> <and> back. <laughs> no, I, you know that's that's a that's one of my dreams. You know, I'm, I'm so far, you know, all the things that I've wanted to do and. Uh, I am actually doing now you they, they say that you know uh, for me there's hope in everything and this year has given me hope Because it's opened up different avenues for me. So where I I'm not singing I'm and pre- I'm, do- I'm a presenter on a radio yeah. station and I'm playing music that people love and awesome. Keeping people happy. So, yes. you know, um, so it's so another dream. Yeah, Um there's other ways in, you know. There's other avenues that we can we can move to if we can't if we can't do the things that we're normally that we can that we normally do. Yeah. Then we have to sort of um, try to re uh, reinvent ourselves mm. a little bit until things get better.
0: Absolutely, that's awesome. Mm. And and like you mm. said, you know, it is so nice to be able to kind of you know play music and talk mm. to people and have people yeah. at home feeling good. And I'm sure. You know, mm. and from what i've what I've been reading on the text, people are feeling good listening to oh, you and your music you. and you know um all that you're doing and going back talking about goals and and setting goals and achieving them, you know you've obviously achieved and set you so many goals and um mm. what would you say to anybody because um, we are in the covid season, and some people you know some people have lost loved ones mm. um people have lost jobs businesses maybe some maybe relationships. What would you say to anybody who may be going through stuff or anyone who's got a dream but have given up on that dream for whatever reason because you know like you said you know you're so bubbly so positive you look at the you know the, the silver lining um mm-hmm. and and not the cloud what would you say to them and what what has kept, what has been great for you what have you used to keep yourself yeah. motivated inspired inspired and empowered
1: Well, I'll give you a scenario because I've got a real scenario. My daughter, she she was working as a business travel consultant for for, um, corporate companies and stuff like that. And she lost her job um, during this pandemic. They made her redundant. But I said to her, well, you know what? You need to think out of the box now and do something different. So what she's gone on to do, she's she's now starting her own business corporate um company so that uh, because she has she has she's got the knowledge and she has lots of clients that will come on board with her wow. you know from her old from her old um, workplace where she used to work um plus as well it's not only her she's she's it's going to be um, uh, what you call them It's another a major company, but she's just like one of the little pockets in there. So she's, you know, latched herself onto a little, you know, a little avenue. So, you know, never give up. You can still have a dream, but you can try and make that dream. Your own dream this time. If you've got the willpower and you've got, you know, somebody around you that can help you to get that dream started, you know, you just need a bit of positivity in your life, and you need somebody that believes in you. But you've also got to believe in yourself because no matter how much people believe in you, um, it's not going to build your dream for you. You've got to believe that you can do it so um so with my daughter you know we've been behind her my my other daughter we've been behind her so we've been saying to her you can do it you've got the knowledge and you've got the chat so you know how Mm -hmm. so she started up. she's got her website she's now hoping um obviously to um, get moving very shortly so yeah so that's her dream that's coming true so i'm saying never give up and even if you can't do the things that you were doing before there is a niche find a new you know get a new niche find something that you want to do something that you believe in yeah because um we've been doing things for other people not for ourselves so we need to do things for ourselves now and you know you can people you can do this um but like I say, you've got to believe in yourself. and You've got to have that willpower. I'm not going to say money sometimes, but, you know, money's not doesn't always um, don't, doesn't build a dream. You have to start that dream off yourself. And there's ways of doing these things without having to outlay money. You have to start the process because you can always get business loans. You know, um, they allow you business loans, that, um, startup loans and stuff like that um so you can i think a lot of people have you know found their way um into doing little businesses because this is the right time yeah. to start your own business right now because once things start moving you will move with the mm. with um with the times and you tend to um any new businesses that started when things have been bad
0: mm-hmm. always tend to achieve a lot for themselves wow that that is such powerful advice, ever you know, because you're mm. so right. If you look back in time, all the people that were building businesses in the depression and the terrible mm. times when everything had, you know, they are mm. the one, they were the ones who you know because they positioned themselves. So when Absolutely. everything got back on track, they were already there yeah. waiting, and you know with Absolutely. the the businesses and what have you. And yeah. Um, yeah. you know, as you said with your daughter, you know, it's about building relationships. She built mm. powerful relationships in the job. Yeah. And now she yeah. can take those relationships with her. Um, yeah, and that's absolutely. why it's always so good to, yeah. like my, my grandma would always say, you know, live well with people and, you know, get on with people. And, you know, so it's good to have those relationships that are going to yeah. you know, be there that you can work with. But that's such you just great need to balance. support. You, pe- yeah.
1: you know, people need support. Even people that you don't know. That's why sometimes, you know, I do my daily statuses. It's only because I'm trying to support yes. people out yes. there because I know what a lot of people are going through. I hear it all the time, so I'll put something up that rings, you know, to in somebody's mind and say, like, you know what, you just done me a favour. I was thinking blah 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 whatever, and I wasn't going to do it, but you now made me do something i didn't think i was going to do so yeah it's it's just about helping others giving you know giving people a daily lift if, if, they, if there's such a thing but i think we all okay. need a lift, even me at times you know i can get in my yeah. little um uh, yes. little mood but so, but i lift myself out of it i try to lift myself out of it so yeah smile a day <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh wow what we're gonna do we are going to play you're never too young um, okay your cool notes and yeah. um, we're going to come back and, and talk some more. And you okay. know, obviously, you can let people know how they can get hold of you and where's everything. Okay. And yeah. So um, we're going back in time again. With, do you want to go ahead and say, please, um, Heather?
1: Hey, this one is uh, one of our... This was the main soul song that we came out with um, that went to number 42 in the national charts, Never Too Young, and this is what put us on the map.
0: squeezing at least two more songs before oh uh, wrap but Heather you know you spoke at the beginning about your dad and you know the fear of getting into the band. What's your dad say now? What what was his what was what did he say when it all came together and you know he oh, your success. My, yeah my dad he was very proud um he was very proud and it he used to so
1: when he said see me on top of the pops or place things like that or Different shows on TV. So that's my daughter, oh. and his friends say, "No, she's not." He says, "Yes, she is. Look, I've got the record to wow. show you." So yeah, he, he was very proud. Although he still would have preferred. Uh, I did go to university in the end, by the way, well uh, but later on, wow. later on in life, because I thought, you know what, um, music has not got to be the only option in life. You have to have something else to, um, because especially nowadays, you know that music shouldn't be. The only thing you can be a, you can be a singer, but you need to have something else to uh,
0: just in case That's anything nice. happens. Like yeah, yeah, so wow. yeah. That's really smart. And um you just mentioned about your dad. You know, showing showing your albums. Mm-hmm. How, how many al- you did quite a few albums. How many albums? We did a couple of albums. Of albums. We've we've done the has only
1: done a couple of albums, but we've had like remixes and stuff of the old of, of some of the tracks and you know um, other tracks added to albums. So they, we've had uh, quite a few albums, but mainly I think it's two two main albums. But then you, you know if we look at um, uh, the other albums that were remixed and uh, and done in other countries, so there must be quite a few albums going around the world at the moment. Wow.
0: <laughs> So Heather, how how can people um, you know get in touch with you? I know you're you're on Facebook and various. How can um, people get you know get in touch well, get hold with Facebook. you? I'm on Facebook. Yeah, yeah, I'm on Facebook. Um,
1: I'm on um, Instagram. I'm on Twitter as well. It's all Heather Hayward. Heather Hayward. Um, so um, you can hit me up on on either of those platforms, or um, yeah, or. Yeah, that, that's the main place where you can actually get me. Or on The Cool Notes, if you go to The Cool Notes, um you'll find us on there as well. And, um, yeah, that that's the main platforms that you're going to see me. Yeah, so that's it. And plus as well, can I just say, next year we've got some shows. We're doing some shows um, with, wow. the new, with the New Jersey Connection and, um, um, Eddie Saunders and he's actually listening actually from from New Jersey so I just just check my Facebook so he's having a listen <laughs> listening so hi Eddie okay. so yeah um, uh-huh. so we're going to be we're going to be doing um, quite a few shows of him uh, we've got a London one in London not sure the venue yet properly i i have an idea but i can't really say at the moment because we're not sure what's happening with this covid stuff at the moment but we've got birmingham we have got london we've got manchester um i think guildford as well so there's quite a few shows coming up and then there's other things that i'm doing as well going to be later down in the year um going to be over in a, a massive big place in camden that, uh, the the coolnuts are going to be doing wow. uh, some live shows as well. Um, but I think next year is going to be quite full on because we've we've been offered quite a lot of work, so, um, wow. a lot of festivals and lots of different things that we're going to be doing.
0: Wow, that's so awesome! I'm so happy for you as well. Yeah. And, and we just played you. We just played you. Never too young. What was your children? We just asked about your 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 parents and. Um, what about your children? What, how, you know, what do they think of their mum's success and um, what you've achieved? Because obviously, <laughs> you know, um, I can imagine. What, what, what is it like for them? Or what well,
1: they... my son, my son. You know the track you played, Inner Vision? Oh, he yes. was the one that was rapping on the back of that. That was my son. Wow.
0: Okay. Yeah, so that's my son. What talent is there? Okay. Yeah. awesome.
1: And my daughter, she did some backing vocals on. Waiting in vain, one of my daughters. She did, uh, my other daughter, she, likes, she loves Erica Badu and she has a very similar vocal to Erica Badu, but she doesn't want to sing. Um, but my other daughter, uh, Michaela, she sounds very much like me. We remade um, I Will Always Love You and she sang it. And I did a little bit on it. And um, when I played it, when I sent it to Stephen, he said, that's not Michaela, that's you singing it. I said, No, wow. it's Michaela singing that He goes, Oh my gosh, it's like your voice yet again. So yeah, my oh well, my children are very musical and they, they've always loved um things that i you know, I do. I used to bring them out on my gigs anyway. I never left them at home. So they used to come funny. on every gig. <laughs> so oh. yeah. Oh wow. Yeah.
0: Okay, so what we're gonna do is you, you mentioned earlier on in your car you said that came yes. after Spend the night. night, yeah. So yeah. we're going to play that, um, and we will come back and um, start wrapping up. This. Do you okay. Want to, do you want to? Do you want to announce? In your car? This is in your car. In your car. Um,
1: this was the went to number thirteen in the national charts. So it was a big hit for us, and it was one of our more poppy type um, tracks. But it was a fun track. So here we go. Enjoy. Your car. Your car.
0: song, so such an amazing voice, you know, lovely um you know personality and energy that you've brought to us. i so just feel so happy um yeah. with your presence um with Thank us. Thank you. Wow. Thank you. Eva, what does um where does where where does where do you see you, the cool notes, you doing, you know, your solo um things as well. Where do you see yourself in the next two, three, four, five years? What
1: well sense? let's let's hope that um well I I see things um going to, we're gonna be on a major scale again next year. That's how it's it's planning out it's panning out at the moment. Um may I'll I'll do another album, solo album. But the cool notes obviously we're gonna be working very hard um doing what we're doing. You know, our album. You never know we might do another album after that as well because it will be, I re- I reckon there's going to be great demand for a second album after that. Um, and then obviously I'll do my own. I'll, I'll be working with other people as well though. So um, I've already got other people that want to work with me as well, uh, doing other, uh, other stuff. So yeah, I'm looking forward to um, the future, you know, um, I'm taking it a, a day, a day at a time. That's <laughs> about all you can do at the moment. So nice. um, but, the future's looking bright. The future's looking bright, and you're never too old to do. You yeah. know, to uh, to live your dream. You're never too old to live
0: your dream. You know, the song says you're never too, too young, young but you're never too I old. Love that. Yes, so yeah. so true. Yeah. Because you know that is the thing. You know, people sometimes think, oh, I'm too. When people are young, they think, oh, I'm too young. And then mm-hmm. you know, as you get older, you think, oh, well, you know, have I passed? You know, has everything passed me by. But you know, I love mm-hmm. that you say that. It's so important to. Know that once you are willing and you're breathing and you're here, you can make you can make it make it happen. My goodness! Well, there's there's people going to university in their eighties. Yes, I've seen, and I'm thinking, what a good thing to do! You've got all the time in the world at that age, and you know you're ready. You know you can do anything you want. Why does it have to be? You know the end. You know it just it doesn't make sense. Yeah, you see, I come from a family of academics. All
1: my brothers are. Professors and stuff like that uh, in economics, one in economics, they're all in mathematics, their children, mathematics, or they're, they're, you know, they're doing marketing or engineers. My nephew's a he got a first in uh, aerospace engineering and he's in Kenya at the moment. So he, he, you know, he, he's doing all so i've got a family who who build on dreams basically so and that's what we should be doing for ourselves as well mm. building our dreams for our kids yes. you know our our, mm-hmm. our kids are out there at the moment got no no dreams some of them got no dreams yes. for themselves and you know our children are dying before 25 mm-hmm. so we need to lift we need to lift them out of whatever's going on in their heads and try and bring them back into reality i love that you're
0: you're so right and um it's so you know it is sad when you see the young you know what's mm-hmm. happening. There's amazing things happening for young people, and there's amazing mm-hmm. young people. But you know, yeah. even if it's just one child, you know, caught mm-hmm. up in the in the wrong place and yeah. or lost sight of the dream, that is one mm-hmm. too many. Um, yeah. So I totally agree with you. And um, we
1: just got to lift them. We just got yes. to lift them.
0: I, I'd like for next
1: year to be you know we hear different things rather than we are hearing. You know, our kids killing each other and stuff like that. Our young men killing it themselves. Uh, I'd like to hear that they're putting the knives down and getting and doing their future. They're future leaders. They just don't know it. (laughs) They just don't know it. Very much. You know, they're all future leaders, but they just haven't got the role models around them to
0: help them. Um, They've got some of them, but there's not enough. There's not enough. Yeah, but with what you're doing you are a role model and you know what i'd ask yeah. you what is the what is the ingredient what is the thing that keeps a band a successful band like you you know like cool notes together well, after there's, you know, only, a, to there's only a
1: few of us there's only a few of us um because you know when we when we broke up um it was sort of a bad break and a oh, bad break because oh. the the other guys didn't forgive um the band oh. you know the the breakups so um that's why I said there's only me, Steve, and, and Joe. I mean, we have Art reached out to ask the others if they would like to come on board and mm-hmm. do anything. But because Peter, Peter Lee, he's working with another band already, so he's got his own thing. Right. Ian, he was doing gospel at the time, but I'm not sure. We, we, we were thinking, of, you know, we did speak to him about maybe coming and doing something. We just left that bit open at the moment. Um, the, the drummer because joe's a drummer already um we've got joe there so um but yeah yeah but hey you know what we can only do what we can do with a, cool notes. Well, a brand, yeah. cool notes it's a brand basically yeah cool notes are still, still yes. there and mm. um, we're still
0: going awesome. yeah but yeah what, what i'd like to do before we wrap up this segment of the show um heather is i'd like you to choose one of another song from your um your inner vision album Ooh. um what, what would okay. you like what would you like to play what do you think would really sort of wrap up the uh, Ooh, interview amazing. I <laughs> what's on the album yeah. what, what's on the album <laughs> all right, all right, all right. I'll, okay I'll, I'll let you know so easy loving seven days in a week i think it says baby baby go deep my baby mm-hmm. before i cry got that feeling just in time care of my heart mellow mood
1: Oh, We yeah, play We play Care, free care of already. my, we care, free, care
0: care my heart is a care of my heart is a, um, a very dance track. So maybe do that one. Okay, uh, that's a very very dance track. So you want to you want to do a dance off to, to yeah? <laughs> okay. Well, so. I, yeah, nothing too slow. I think we
1: we need to end it with a sort of a high vibe. Oh bless you.
0: So um, Heather, before we play, what would you like to say to the listening audience? How would you like to you know what would you like to leave? Um, with, I just um, want to say thank you for listening, thank you for supporting, and those that uh, remember us from back in the day, thank you
1: for yeah. still remembering us yeah. and you know loving our music. And um, we've got some special stuff coming out next year, so you know, hang on in there. And um, all I can say is bless you guys and thank you so much. Stay well, stay safe, um, build your dreams, you know, build your children's futures and stuff like that um you know come out this come out of this 2020 with a different frame of mind that's all i can say and be happy main thing is that we need to be happy
0: oh that's so so beautiful and so true i love that you know Mm. be happy because that's what every human spirit every human heart wants really is Mm. to be happy absolutely absolutely we need to be happy yeah this has been a phenomenal I'm so and, and thanks to, to Carl for making this happen because you know it's just been amazing to, yeah, you know, to have you, you so on much. the show. Thank you so much. Um Thank you, Heather. Carl. Yes. <laughs> thank you, Carl. And um yeah. Heather, I, I just wish you continued success and you know thanks if so you much. if you can ever come back on, we'd love to have you and um love wishing you back you, on. Love to come yeah, on. Yeah, wishing you all the success with your um lunch with the cool notes thank you thank you so much and the thank music so and much. the album that's coming and definitely yeah. will be getting that and um thank you so so much oh
1: um, thank you thank you for for the
0: interview and thank you what a lovely personality you have thank you well, so much that's what i say about you um heather can you um introduce care of my heart be, um, and then i will play but thank you so so much Thank you. Right, this is Care of My Heart, and it's a a very nice track written by Belle Glynn.
1: This is on my album. So I hope you enjoy it. It's a very um, upbeat track, so enjoy. This is the last one from me. Thank you so much for listening, and thank you so much, Imani, for inviting me on your show.
4: With a care of my-